Welcome to the podcast of Merc the Meek. This is episode six, Ladder Table Terrain Generation. Recently, Jason over at the Nerds RPG Variety Cast did a what he probably thought was just an offhand comment about somebody saying that D&D's gold standard is not historically accurate. And he responded by saying, it doesn't matter. D&D is more of a post-apocalyptic scenario or setting, and it doesn't matter if gold is that frequent or not. It's it's about fun. I'm paraphrasing. But he got two episodes worth of Cullens about it. Uh, one of them was from me. And I mentioned that if you dig into history in other areas besides just Western Europe, you could probably find some example in history of whatever thing you're trying to justify, essentially. Now, those comments could be taken to mean I like having some historical accuracy in my game. You just got to look for it in the right spot, which I suppose is true to some extent, but I still much rather go with uh, fun trumps historic accuracy. However, I do like coherency and consistency. So that's what the topic we're going to be talking about today is. We're still going over random tables here. And one area that I find rather incoherent when it comes to rolling random tables is when you're trying to randomly generate terrain for a hex crawl, for example. The tables that I've seen, which is probably very limited compared to others, but what you tend to do is you have a series of values, forest, plain, mountain, desert, tundra, which these all make sense. And then you have like a section that says, it has a range of values and basically says, choose the last terrain type that you had, which works pretty well, I suppose. But I, I feel like you tend to get, well, a random table with random results, right? So you might have a mountain over on one side of the map, and then you just have another mountain in the middle and then another mountain off to the, the right side of the map. There's no chain of mountains. There's no rhyme or reason why those mountains are there. You just roll it randomly. Now, we could also say, well, this is a fantasy world. It doesn't have to follow geography rules from our actual universe or our actual world. And that's fine. Once again, fun trumps coherency to some degree. But some people's fun is kind of dependent at least a little bit on coherency. So I've tried to make that work. I am one of those people. I don't like gonzo. I don't like very disparate elements squeezed or smashed together just for funsies. I do like coherency. So how I try to achieve that comes from a blog post from a blog called Mindstorm. It's funny. So far, my 
major episodes that are talking about RPG topics ultimately go back to Goblin's Henchmen or refer to Goblin's Henchmen in some way. So this blog on Mindstorm, which I'll link to in the description, takes Goblin's Henchmen's idea of hex flowers and simplifies them down into a table, which they call a ladder table. So I'll explain how I understand that. It's very much like a regular random table. You have all your list of entries on there, but instead of rolling once, the table kind of has a memory. So you pick a place to start, or there could be a designated place to start on the table. And instead of just rolling one die and looking at a result, what you're going to do is you're going to roll two die, and these two dice are going to be of different colors, those colors represent the direction on the table that you're going to go. So let's say red, you go up the table, blue, you go down the table. And which direction you're going to go is decided by which die has the lower value. So you roll your two, let's just go with 2d6. You roll your red and blue 2d6. The red one comes up as two and the blue one comes up as four. Well, two is lower than four, and two was red. So we're going to go up the table two spots and use the result that was there. So then we kind of place mark where that is, and you roll the dice again. And depending on which way you go, let's say blue was three and red was five. So we're going to go with three. We have that place marked spot. Now we go down the table three. This is blue and we're going down the table with blue. So you have a memory with this table and you can go up and down as you roll. So this helps give a flow of values. You're not just getting completely arbitrary random results. You will have trends in one direction or another. So we can use that to start building our table for terrain we can have the table go from extremely high elevation to extremely low elevation, which is what I've done. On the table, which you can get from itch, I'll have a link there as well, you'll see listed out different trains starting with tall mountains, down to small mountains, then hills, then plains, then aquatic, and then deep aquatic. So it's essentially going from tall mountains all the way down to the coast and then into the ocean. We're descending in elevation that way. So when we're rolling on this table and we're generating hexes, depending on where you start, if you start in the middle in the plains, you will start getting results that might go up in elevation, but don't go to extreme elevation yet. Or it might go down elevation, but it's not going to be you go straight from plains to deep ocean. You're going to have gradual elevation changes as you roll for hexes. One other feature of this is if you roll the same exact result on both dice, you go with that item that you already had chosen. So if you were on planes, you roll the dice, you get the same result. That next hex is also going to be planes. So you'll get clumps of like terrain. What's nice about this is you're going to have 
a gradual increase or decrease in elevation and you're going to have different terrain types clumped together. So you can make a, a forest region or a, you can make a plains region instead of having plains, forest, plains, forest, jumping back and forth, you're going to have things grouped together consistently, coherently, as far as I'm concerned at least. So this is my attempt to address one particular complaint I have about random tables. As I said before, I'll have a link in the description to the PDF that I've created. It'll have the table on there. It has my rationale, the steps to how to use it, and an example on the second page. I would love feedback if you think this works. Well, actually, don't just tell me if you think it works. <laughs> Try it. Get out a piece of hex paper and start rolling on it. Um, if you don't have hex paper on itch, I have also created, it's not like a full page of hex paper, but there's a, a place with hexes in it. And then you have a bunch of lines where you can fill in what those hexes would be. So you can also download that on itch. Everything that I have up there, which isn't much, but everything there is free. So certainly check it out. Give me some comments, whether through itch, through email, through calling into the podcast. I would love to hear results and opinions based on those results. And I believe that's going to be it for me on this episode. I am noticing a trend that the call-in episodes are much longer than my regular episodes. And maybe we'll just keep it that way. I am most likely going to be putting out episodes on weekends, for at least for the time being. We'll see how things go. Once again, thank you for listening and take care.